With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Zen is America's number one nicotine pouch. It's made with only six simple ingredients. Plus, Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day hassle-free trial. There are lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find your Zen online or in a store near you at zen.com find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Brian No here in for Big Ben yet again. Lots of good stuff here. Reacting to the uh, Cowboys beating the Titans, the undermanned Titans on Thursday Night Football. Some fun with bowl games. Apparently, you don't pronounce the S in Cheez-It. Kind of weird, uh, but we get to that with the Cheez-It Bowl. And then also uh, some other NFL stuff. Lots of NFL. Are the Chargers, are they the surprise team come playoff time? And then we have some fun, just general randomness with soup. And uh, music, of course, is always a big topic, so we have some fun with that. Hope you enjoyed the podcast. Oh, what's going on? Hope you're enjoying your Friday morning slash late Thursday night. A lot going on here. Thursday night football, the crazy bowl games. Learned how to pronounce one of my favorite products. Eventful evening, very much so. Get to a... Interesting ruling in the association as far as suspensions go. But let's start it off here with some ball, shall we? We are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help get you there. An unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. How about them Cowboys? We'll start off with Dallas. They got a win. Got a win. It was a sleepy win, but a win nevertheless. They won by two touchdowns against the Tennessee Titans, 27-13. to And it was not picturesque. It was not a work of art. It was against a team that was resting a bunch of their starters. No Derrick Henry for the Titans. No Jeffrey Simmons for Tennessee, among others. But a win is a win. Dallas moves on, gets the W. Dalton Schultz. With two touchdown grabs, the tight end over there for the Titans. With the little, uh, it's not a neck roll, not like a neck brace. He's got like the, uh, I don't even know how to explain it. It's like this little neck thing. It might help with balance. I don't know. I got to do a deep dive into that. I don't know what the, what's going on there. But I think it's for balance. 
Dalton Schultz with two touchdown catches. The Cowboys wearing their Arctic Cowboy white uniform on Thursday night football. That's right. That's what they called it. Dallas wore their Arctic Cowboy unis, and they got the win. Now, reason for concern here going forward, because it's not about beating an undermanned Titans team on Thursday night football. It's about spinning this thing forward for Dallas. And I thought there were a lot of reasons for concern over here with the Dallas Cowboys. Concern number one, Dak Prescott continues to turn the football over. Two interceptions. Got to protect the football better. Got to protect the ball better with the playoffs right around the corner. Now, one interception was not his fault at all. Bounced off one of his backup tight ends. It's a great pass. The tight end just bobbled the ball, led to a pick. Not his fault whatsoever. But the other interception was completely Dak Prescott's fault. I don't know what he was doing. Threw it right to Kevin Byard, the stud safety for the Titans. Just not good. It's okay against a team like the Titans. You're going to get away with that. But come playoff time, he's just got to protect the ball better. He's got five games with multiple interceptions this season. That's got to be a whole lot better. And he is trending in the wrong direction. Now, reason for concern, number two, Tyler Biotish. Let's talk some offensive linemen, shall we, here. Let's get knee deep. So Dallas's center was carted off the field. He got rolled up on. Happens all the time with offensive linemen, and it's unfortunate, but it's always a bad sign when your teammates immediately look to the sideline and start motioning the trainers to get on the field and help out this poor guy. Like, get over it. Come on. Get over. And that's what happened. He was carted off the field, didn't return. That's a big deal because they had to completely rearrange their offensive line. Dallas moved Connor McGovern. He kicked over to center. You had... Tyler Smith, he kicked over to guard, and then you brought in the 40-year-old Jason Peters to play left tackle. That's a lot of rearranging right there. And by the way, hats off to Jason Peters at 40 years old, still getting it done as an offensive tackle in the NFL. That is awesome right there. But if Biotish is out, if he's missing significant time, I just rattled off all the rearranging that had to take place. That is not a good situation for Dallas moving forward in the playoffs if they're missing their center. Reason for concern number three, Micah Parsons had a cast on his hand. He had the big old club cast. He's wearing that for a reason, right? The hand, all the digits, not, not everything is, is bien over there, right? Not everything bueno over there for our guy Micah Parsons. So, there were reasons for concern when you look forward when the Cowboys are in the playoffs and they're playing the big boys. Not so much about Thursday night against the Titans. It's about looking forward. I'm Brian Noe in for Big Ben Maller here on Fox Sports Radio. Now, what is truly in bad form here, I started off with the winning locker room. That is not how Ben typically gets down. Thinks the better story is in the losing locker room. I rearranged the order over here. They Cowboys rearranging their offensive line. I'm rearranging the order. Let's get to the losing locker room right here. Now, a couple of interesting things with the Tennessee Titans. So, it's their QB situation. They signed Joshua Dobbs eight days before Thursday night football. 
They signed the guy on December 21st off the Lions practice squad. And he started for the Titans. That was his first ever NFL start. He hadn't played in a game before Thursday night against the Cowboys. The last game he played was in week 17 of the 2020 season. So we're talking two years ago, this guy played a game in the NFL, and yet he was starting on Thursday night. Not a ringing endorsement for the rookie Malik Willis. And so the question becomes this for the Titans, who starts next week? The division is on the line. It's going to be Titans at Jags. Should be a ratings bonanza over there, but Titans at Jags for the AFC South. And this week didn't matter whatsoever. It all comes down to next week. So they started Josh Dobbs, and the real question becomes, next week matters. Next week is your season on the line. Who is behind center? Who are you starting? Is it the Rook Malik Willis, or is it Josh Dobbs who was signed eight days ago? It's going to be Josh Dobbs. I'd be surprised if it wasn't. He played pretty well, all things considered. Only been with the team for eight days, and that was his first ever NFL start, and there was no Derrick Henry. The defense was undermanned. Like, that was not too bad. Throwing for 232 yards, a touchdown, and an interception. Not the worst ever. And you compare that to Malik Willis. So Malik Willis, the third-round rookie, he started three games this season. And he hasn't cracked 100 yards passing in any of those games. I'm not asking for 250 yards or something. We're just talking about 100. Just get to triple digits. He hasn't done it in any game. He's completing just a smidge over 50% of his passes, which is awful. And in those three games, he's thrown for 276 yards and three interceptions. He has not been good at all throwing the football. Now, he has been able to run the ball pretty well. He's gained 123 yards on the ground, and he's rushed for a touchdown. But I think it's going to be Josh Dobbs. I think you're going to roll with Dobbs. That seemed to be the general feeling on prime video. Ryan Fitzpatrick, former NFL quarterback, he was asked the question. Do you start Dobbs next week? And he was emphatic. He's absolutely, absolutely, without a question. I don't know if it was as much a ringing endorsement of Josh Dobbs or just a lack of belief in Malik Willis or a cocktail of both, you know? But I think that's what's going to happen with the Tennessee Titans. One other thing that applies more to the league than just the Tennessee Titans. How about this? So the Titans, they are currently in 11th place in the AFC. They're number 11 in the AFC. If they beat Jacksonville next week, they move all the way up to number four. They'd be the four seed in the playoffs. I don't know about you guys, but I've griped about this for years. I just don't think it makes sense for a division winner to get an automatic home game. If Tennessee jumps from 11 to number seven, Let's say they've got the worst record of all the playoff teams. Well, then you should be seeded the lowest. That's how I see it. I don't know why you get the extra cherry on top, which is a significant cherry, by the way. Right, Getting a home game in the playoffs is a big deal. I don't think you should get that just because you won your division. I mean, really, look at the standings here. 
and I'll rattle them off for you in case you don't happen to be looking at the standings right now. You know, if you look at the AFC South winner, best case scenario, Jacksonville, let's say they win their last two games. Jacksonville would be nine and eight. Like, they're not going to have a better record. The, the Ravens already have 10 wins. You know, the Chargers already have nine wins. Chances are they win one of their two remaining games against the Rams and Broncos, right? Like, so there are going to be multiple teams with better records than Jacksonville. That's just odd to me. If you look at the NFC, it stands out even more. The Cowboys, who just won on Thursday night, they are 12-4. and four. And right now, they're a five seed. They're looking up at the four seed, which is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Like, the Cowboys, even if Tampa wins on Sunday against Carolina, Tampa would be 8-8. Eight and eight. Even if Tampa wins, the Cowboys would still have four more wins this season, which is more impressive. Is it Dallas being 12-4, and four, and by the way, having an Eagles team who's 13-2, and two, the Giants and Commanders are currently in the playoffs. Everybody in their division is currently in the playoffs. Or is it Tampa leading their cesspool of a division? It's a joke that Tampa would get a home playoff game. I don't know why the NFL continues to do this. It's just the way it's always been done. That doesn't mean it makes sense to continue to do it going forward. If it was the other way, think about this. If it was the other way, if you, let's say you get a playoff berth if you win your division, okay, you at least get into the playoff field. But then we we do the seeding based on record. We don't care if you're an, a non-division winner or a division winner. We're just seeding you based on your record. If that's the way it's always been done, would it make any sense whatsoever to change it to what it actually is now? Imagine if we just seeded everybody based on their record, top to bottom. And somebody came along and said, you know what, why don't we change things up? Why don't we have the four division winners, why don't we have those teams host these playoff games, and then the non-division winners, well, they're the wild cards, and we just seed them below the division winners. And someone would raise their hand and be like, even if, like, you know, the... The wild card team has four more wins than the division winner? Like, even then? Yeah, even then. We'd still do it that way. You'd look at that person and be like, that is stupid. That doesn't make sense. Like, <laughs> but I think you just get used to the way things are, and you're like, well, you know, division winner, you get a home playoff game. It's just amazing to me that the Titans, who are 7-9 and nine right now, if they win next week to improve to 8-9, and nine, they're a four seed, no questions asked, and they host a playoff game. That's amazing to me. I wish that would change. I would change that immediately. That would be, I like making New Year's resolutions for other people or leagues or whatever. You know, I make a couple of my own, but it's more fun to make resolutions for others. You know, that's one resolution I would have for the NFL. Change this weird seeding process. If you win your division, cool. You're in the playoffs. That doesn't mean you automatically get a home playoff game. You have to earn that by, I don't know, winning games, right? Winning more than the other teams who are in the playoffs. 
If you do that, then yeah, then you earn your home playoff game. New Year's resolution for the NFL. Make that happen. Okay, 877-99 on Fox is your phone number. 877-996-6369. Also on Twitter, at The No Show. You can always reach me there. If you have any New Year's resolutions for other people, I'm all ears. I want to hear that. I think that could be fun. There's some very creative people in the Mallor Militia, so... uh you know, I'm sure there are going to be some creative answers. I feel like uh, participating in that. Coming up next, I learned how to pronounce one of my favorite products on Thursday night. I'll uh, run that by you right around the corner. I'm Brian No in for Big Ben Maller. This is Fox Sports Radio. To the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. Pay attention, Maller Militia. The Ben Maller Show needs your help. Join the Audio Commonwealth and follow your host on Twitter. In for Ben Maller, it's Brian No. He's at the No Show, N O E. 
And you can tweet at it, follow me, Eddie Garcia, your humble sidekick, the voice of reason, your announcer guy. I'm at Eddie on Fox. Was an old school newspaper reporter and he had talked like this. Oh, great, great impression of the great Myron Cope, Pittsburgh <laughs> newspaper reporter and Steelers announcer. Talked really funny. And now live from the Tyrac.com Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Brian No. What a great impression, Eddie. Very I know, I just said done. that. Yeah. Um, are you a system of a down fan there, Eddie? What do you feel about? How do you feel about Yeah, that? I like him. Yeah. Yeah. I do too. It's weird. It's, uh, I don't know how to explain it, man. It's kind of like if you were to watch a movie and there are a handful of scenes that you really like, and then there's a scene where you're like, eh, it's not the greatest, it's not my favorite, but overall, I still like the movie. That's how I feel about System. You know, they've got some uh, great songs, and they just have random stuff going on, man. There's a random band over there. Are but, you uh, uh, are you into song lyrics? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> you? Not so much. No. No. Not into song lyrics. Well, for, for example, uh, like some of the messages, like Rage Against the Machine. Okay, you, right, down. right. Sure. I, I'm, I'm not a fan of them because of that. I'm just, I, I hear just, you. I just like, uh, you know, the music and... You know the the lyrics and the, not the lyrics, but the uh, the vocals. Right, right. No, yeah. I hear you. Yeah, I get that. The lyrics don't really. I mean, sometimes uh, Eddie's a yeah. fan of the man. <laughs> yeah, well, if I if my option is that or the the looters, then yes, I, I guess I would have to come down on that side to be honest with you. But I don't know any system lyrics that mention looters. Okay. I get what you're saying, though. You're here for a good time and not watching like the news channel or something is what you're really getting at. I don't, I, think, I don't, right? I'm not, I don't, I don't need, uh, I'm trying to think of his name. Is it Surge? What's his name? Roberto. Yeah. I don't, I, 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 don't, I don't need that dude to tell me, you know, what I should be thinking and, you know, or anyone else, frankly. I, you know. Yeah. I'll think no, for myself, but thank you. No, interesting right there. I didn't know that's how you felt, but, uh, yeah, I hear you. I hear you to an extent on that. How about this, Eddie, the bowl games going on. Uh, the Cheez-It Bowl, very good game, by the way. Florida State beat Oklahoma 35-32, a bunch of yards in that game. Um, and uh, Florida State got the last uh, field goal, field goal in the final minute over there. Entertaining game, but during the game, Dan Orlovsky said this, where he said it's actually improper to use an S at the end of Cheez-It. Like if you were to make it plural, if you're to say, hey, you want some Cheez-Its over here, that would technically be wrong. They want you to pronounce it just Cheez-It. Like, that's the name. You never put an S on there. Now, I ask you, does it feel unnatural? Because it does to yes. me to not add the S, right? You add yes. the S on that, don't you? Of course. What yeah. do you do if you're talking, you know, I mean, he's not saying that you should do that if, if, you're, if you're saying, I would like some Cheez-Its. you got to say Cheez-It? Yeah. Apparently, that's yeah, the go, proper way. Go is. screw. Yeah, right? It's <laughs> It sounds like you have to use a, a very distinguished accent. Like, I would like some Cheez-Its. You know, you have to project by saying that. It seems way too fancy. Yeah, I think the S is fine. I think you add the S over there. No worries. I, I also like the nightcap. Washington over Texas. Uh, 11 wins in year one for Kalen DeBoer. Not a bad start with UW over there. And uh, I felt bad. For Quinn Ewers and his mullet, he had a great game. Threw for a bunch of yards, threw for over 350, but a couple of drop passes. It was just wild, man. Just a wild game. But 
Man, the bowl season has been really good. It's been the last couple of nights I've filled in for Ben Maller, and we've had some really good college games. And we got a lot more. What, five on Friday, and this is the home stretch, man. We got the playoff games coming up on uh, Saturday. And uh, it's always weird. You know, I got to get to this rest versus rust thing because uh, I never really put all of this together where you think about it in the NFL, it's always that question of, hey, if you have your playoff spot locked up, do you rest your guys at the end of the regular season and risk a little bit of rustiness? You know, if you look at college football, if you think about the playoff teams, they haven't played in weeks. It's like the championship games were a long time ago where when you had TCU against Kansas State and... Michigan's playing Iowa and all that, all that business, right? Ohio State was on their couches watching everybody play on championship Saturday, right? They weren't even involved, but it's been weeks. And what's funny is you rarely hear, oh, well, this team's just rusty. When it comes to college bowl games, like the major games, take the playoff games that we'll see on Saturday, weeks in between when they play. You rarely hear that, but man, you hear that all the time in the NFL is if a team plays badly, oh, they're they're rusty. I mean, they should have played in week 18 and knocked off some of the rust. It's just funny how it's viewed that way. But if you think about the NFL, and I'll get into this a little bit more, sometimes teams are just bad. They're not automatically rusty. I think that we automatically jump to, oh, well, this team's rusty. They rested their starters the final week of the season. And they might just be bad. If you look at a normal NFL season, I'll take a team, for instance, here. How about the Vikings? Right? Look at the Vikings. So the Vikings have had a really good season. Vikings are 12-3. and And if you look at their year, it's been weird, right? Where they got crushed by the Cowboys 40-3. to that was the largest win in the Cowboys franchise history. 40-3. to Did the Vikings rest their starters the week before? No. No, they played all their starters. They were just awful against Dallas, right? Like, if you look at the, the Vikings again. So it's just a couple of weeks ago, they played the Colts. They were trailing 33 to nothing at home to the Colts, okay? Did they rest their starters the week before? No, they were just bad. So I'm not sitting here telling you that rust isn't a real thing. Yeah, certainly. It can be a part of a a struggling team in the playoffs where if they rested their starters at the end of the regular season, yeah, there might be something to it. But my point is we automatically jump to, oh, well, it's rust. Got to be rust. When the team just might be bad. If they have all these weird results from week to week during the regular season without rest occurring, why is it automatically rust if they rest their guys at the end of the year? It's just weird to me how that goes. And if you compare it to college football, we rarely play that card. And that's when you it would make a lot more sense to play it. If you haven't played for three weeks or more, then... Yeah, I think you have a leg to stand on that it might be rust, but we apply that to the NFL way more than college football. It's just weird. Just weird how that whole thing plays out. Okay, with that, we hand the baton over here to Mr. Eddie Garcia. 
not a huge fan of messages within lyrics. Just here for a good time and uh, here with an award-winning sports update. What should we know here, Mr. Garcia? By the way, that goes for pretty much anything. It's not not just you know like anti-government or police or whatever. I don't. It's not just that. It's like you know any 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 really message they want to send me. I'm like just yeah. pushing beliefs onto you. Here. Yeah, no, You're, I get it. I get it. Yeah. They, they, I understand why they might want to do that, but I don't know. I'm sure there are people fan. out there that are like, oh yeah, speaking <laughs> to me, man. I wonder how many fans there and there are. There are a lot of fans that might have much different political beliefs than Rage who still love rage. It's just funny how that works out sometimes, you know? Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. Hey, this is Jason McIntyre. Join me every weekday morning on my podcast, Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. This isn't your typical sports pod pushing the same tired narratives down your throat every day. Straight Fire gives you honest opinions on all the biggest sports headlines, accurate stats to help you win big at the sports book, and all the best guests. Do yourself a favor and listen to Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry. Back to Iguodala. Up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon.
The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening this note from soccer brazilian legend pele passing away at the age of 82 after a battle with cancer that's how i always said it eddie i always said pele and some people go pele it does have i do i think i believe it does have the accent on the on the e there pele yeah (laughs) Pele. Yeah. yeah but what a legend man 82 years old three world cups and really just an ambassador for the sport you know he was and a bunch of, you know, well wishes, obviously, like Messi putting out a photo of him in Pelé and uh, Mbappe over there at France uh, putting out a tweet there. But really, just an ambassador of the game. And he could have easily just been full of himself, you know, like, I'm the greatest, I'm the man. Like, But he seemed very, very gracious and generous, and he'll absolutely be missed. How about this, too? Brazil with a uh, declared a three-day mourning period with Pelé passing away. Uh, but legendary life, career, the whole nine yards, man. Did you ever see the movie Victory? I didn't. No, I haven't no. seen that. No. It's a uh, World War II movie with Sylvester Stallone in it. Uh, Michael Caine and Pelé uh-huh. is in it. And they, uh, they, it's about a, uh, they play a soccer game against like the Nazis. And uh, then they escape. Oh, oops! Spoiler alert. <laughs> they try to escape during oh, the big man. during the big <laughs> match. They try to escape during the big match, and then uh, and uh, tune in to find out. Pele they... says to Sylvester Stallone, "Hutch, we can win, Hutch, because he wants to <laughs> escape at halftime, and they they want to keep playing the game because they think they can beat the Nazis." <laughs> Wow! So we're talking major stakes over here in yeah. this one. Have you seen that one, Stil- Coop? You're all Stil- over these Stallone movies. is like, hey, man, uh, I'd like to get out of the prison camp. F this game. <laughs> and I, I got to tell you, I was on Stallone's side on that one. <laughs> I just no, want to tune in for the conversation between Stallone and Poulet on Hutch, that one. Hotch, we can yeah. win, Hutch. <laughs> but why don't we leave? How about that? Yeah, he's like, how about if we live our lives at, not in a prison camp in Nazi Germany? How about that? <laughs> he didn't say that, though. He, it's a but, legitimate yeah. point right there. It, it, it was uh, it was a decent. It was a decent movie. Not I a bad flick. Anyway. By the way, have you as, as World War II soccer movies go? Yeah. What was the? Uh, wasn't it Matt Damon was in a rugby movie? Yeah, Did, uh, with um, Morgan Freeman. The right, yeah. right. I now, saw what, that. That was pretty good. What was that one called? Do you remember? Was it? It was in, something Invic- along Invictus? those lines. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. I think that's it. Okay, so I got to see Invictus and Victory, two different uh, flicks right there. Okay. By the way, did you see this? I don't know if you saw the the minor brawl in an NBA game the other night, Eddie. Oh, with but w- between Wagner the, getting hit in the head there? That yeah, yeah, so is the Magic and the Pistons. So Mo Wagner. Or, or is it Wagner, sorry. Yeah, I think it's Wagner. Wagner it's all yeah. no worries, man. But Mo goes over there, and he, he clips Killian Hayes, right? Like, just knocks him in the back into his own bench. And Hayes didn't like it. So Hayes runs over as Wagner's back is turned and kind of just clubs him in the head 
you know, like kind of half punches him, half forearms him in the head. We used to call it's, that a forearm shiver back in my high school. There you go. Days. That's exactly what it was—a forearm shiver to the back of the I don't head. I really know what that is, but that's what they called it. I, I know. Yeah. I, mean, I know what it is when I when I hear somebody say it, but it's a it's an odd term, shiver. Yeah, it is a yeah, but we roll with it. Yeah. It was a forearm shiver. So the suspensions have been handed down by the NBA. So Killian Hayes with the forearm shiver, three games. Mo Wagner, who started this thing. Two games. And then there are a bunch of other players that got one game. Eight Magic players got a one-game suspension for leaving the bench and all that business. But if you whittle it down to just the main suspects over here, right? If Mo Wagner, who starts this whole thing and, and hits Hayes into his own bench, but it's not anything crazy. He gets two games for that. Killian Hayes with the forearm shiver to the back of Wagner's head. He gets one extra game. He gets three games for that. That's just weird to me. Don't you think the forearm shiver should be double? Is it just me? I, I don't understand the uh, the logic behind those suspensions being handed down by the NBA, but that's what they've decided to go with. I don't have that's a problem. How they're rolling. I don't have a problem with what you're saying, but I did think that Wagner, uh-huh. uh huh. I think he sold that one a little bit. Like he, he like acted like he was <laughs> not cold. He's like, oh, <laughs> that's a good point. He really did overact I mean, that thing. Give him an extra game for bad acting, I say. <laughs> he kind of fell into the arms. He like of closed the... his eyes and just went limp. Yeah. You know, like, well, maybe, I mean, I guess it's possible he could have got. It's like he was trying to draw. It, it... He's trying to draw a red card or yes, something. Yes, <laughs> exactly. That's what I thought too. <laughs> That's a good point. That's absolutely what happened, no doubt. All right, feel free to check in, Mallard Militia eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox is your phone number. Always available for you at the No Show on Twitter is where you can find me as well. All right, coming up next, man, this was a, a really interesting stat that popped up on Twitter from an NFL insider. I'll share that with you right around the corner. I'm Brian No in for Big Ben Maller. This is Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. For better or worse, the Ben Maller Show is not general issue sports talk. The Maller Militia is all-inclusive, welcoming everyone from the country club to the trailer park. Facebook's a fun zone for all of us. You can chat with other P1s. It's free and easy. Just like our page. Go to Facebook.com slash Ben Maller Show. And now live from the TireRack.com Fox Sports Radio Studios, in for Ben Maller, it's Brian No. I thought this was interesting, Eddie. The tweet from... Uh... Adam Schefter, NFL insider, and he wrote, this was on Thursday, right? So on the East Coast, we're into Friday, but he wrote, on this day, meaning Thursday, Tom Brady has spent exactly half of his life in the NFL. He was 22 years, 8 months, 13 days old when he was drafted. Today is 22 years, 8 months, 13 days since he was drafted. So now that we're into Friday, most of us, aside from the West Coast yet, Tom Brady has now spent more than half his life in the NFL, which is just freaking wild, man. But uh, that's a long time in the NFL. And the question remains, not only how will this season end, but will he be around for next season? Will he be a Raider next season? There are already rumors of Tom Brady the Raider. By the way, how would you feel about that, Roberto? As a diehard Raider fan, Tom Brady suiting up in the silver and black. I don't know, man. Uh, I don't know. It's kind of like LeBron <laughs> playing with the Lakers. That's, uh, 
Oh, wow. Yeah. 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 Would it be like uh, Correa with your Dodgers? Is that what we're oh, talking nah, about? Oh, no. Hell no. Nah. Screw that guy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. If uh, if if Tom Brady was, was playing at his normal level, I think you'd have to take it. I would. If they do I, that, I, I want them to drop the quarterback, though, so the quarterback could at least learn under Brady. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you on that. Hey, let's go out to the militia here. 877-99 on Fox is the number. Jordan, let's go out to him. He's over in New York. Has a thought for us. Jordan, what's up, man? You're on Fox Sports Radio. Hi, Brian. How are you? Good, bud. Good. I wanted to go back to your point about the division winners getting a home field or a home game. Um, Keep in mind that to win your division, you're playing six games against other teams in your division. Your overall record counts against people that you haven't played in your division, and other divisions don't have those same games. To win your division, you have to win majority of six games, and I think that gets you to a point where you deserve to have that home game. I just see it differently, man. And I think now that it's been expanded to 17 games, you have even more non-division games. I'm just in favor of... If you win your division, fine. You get a seat at the playoff table. I just don't think you you deserve a home playoff game on top of it. Like, do you really believe that Tampa deserves a home game more than Dallas right now? Like, I just don't see how that can be the argument right now. You know, honest but that's opinion, what we're looking I, at. Honest opinion, I don't think Tampa's going to get that home game. I think Carolina's going to take that division. Well, either one, whether it's Carolina or Tampa, do you think they've earned it more than Dallas has with 12 wins? I don't think so. Well, when you take into account that Carolina's going to have, if Carolina should get that division, they'll have beaten Tampa twice. They'll have beaten New Orleans and they'll have beaten Atlanta. Yes, I do think they deserve that home game. Well, hey, man, nothing, nothing wrong with seeing it differently. I appreciate you checking in. I just, I don't see it the same. You know what I'd like to see? Just, uh, NF- NFC t- uh, table and an AFC table, but uh-huh. then the, the teams still keep their uh, traditional matchups throughout the year and their within their uh, divisional matchups, but still uh, the top uh, seven teams in each uh, table get in. So you'd like to just see n- yeah, not get rid of, divisions. Get rid of the divisions. It's, it's not necessary to have divisions anymore. Everybody just kind of you know one through sixteen, and but I, I was, like the but divisions. I, but I still would like those match those. But I'm saying I still like like. The teams yeah. in the AFC West to play each other twice. What I'm saying, and et cetera, and every other division the same. So we we still have similar schedules. We just get rid of divisions. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> um, look, man, the NFC South is a cesspool. It's a terrible division. I don't care whoever wins that division. It's like okay, you you played Atlanta and New Orleans and Carolina. If you're Tampa, like. Big deal if you emerge. With the NFC table and the AFC table, they wouldn't get in, though. You know what I'm saying? Just yeah, top but seven that's true. Get in. Right, the top seven. I would be – see, that's the next phase of it. Like, do you even deserve to be in the playoffs if you win your division? Personally, I would say yes. I just dislike the additional benefit of getting that home playoff game. If we're going to have divisions, I think you should get something for winning it, which is – Getting to the playoffs. I just don't think you get the extra, you know, home game on top of that. You got a sub-500 record? That's crazy to me. Let me go out to Poppy. He's over in San Diego. Poppy, what's going on, man? Uh Uh-oh. He's 
back. Picking with Poppy. Thank you very much, Roberto. That was a nice, very introduction. I appreciate it. Who? I want to tell everyone a happy new year. Give them a big hug. Wish you guys the best for 2023. Rest, rest in peace to the legend Pele. And, you know, everybody wants to hear Picking with Poppy because I gave you guys winners last time. So we're going to continue it tomorrow. Tomorrow there's a lot of great games and what I'm seeing, what I'm liking, it's the final in Mexico. It's called the Copa Sky, and it's going to be the Chivas of Guadalajara against Cruz Azul. I Who? see all the way. We're, we're going to take a uh, bet. Chivas Racist. winning the cup. Guadalajara Chivas are going to win the cup. We're going to cash, guys. You guys are going to have a great new year. Have some money for next year, 2023, guys. I like that, Poppy. My World Cup predictions were terrible. Every bet I made didn't work yeah. out. I, I just I stopped betting that. So I'll take your soccer advice. You know, mine was horrible. But uh, yeah, you might be on the right the track. Goal, right? Yeah, I'll be on the right track because I predicted on the Ben Maller show uh, Argentina winning the World Cup, and we cashed too. Bling, there bling with Messi. Very nice. How about football? Do you have any football predictions, either Week 17 or the college bowl games, Poppy? Yeah, I do. I, I actually like uh, Michigan. I think Michigan's going to destroy TCO, so that's going to mm. be an, e an easy one right there. So we're going to go with uh, Michigan. And an another, um, you know, for the, bowl, for the bowl game for the Georgia, I think Georgia's going to win on that one. We just have to go with Georgia and keep on going out of let's go with Georgia. Okay, all right, man. We'll see how that works out, Poppy. Thanks for checking in, bud. Uh, we got a minute here. Let's hear from uh, our guy Jed who fled. Let's get Jed Hoofled. He's normally concise, you know. Uh, Jed, what's on your mind, bud? How's everything going? On my mind, generally, you know, like imagine the lottery, you know, the balls popping up and down the machine. Like, how do we do tonight? We got number 47, Jed. Hi, I'm Narcotics. That's how it's going. I think in the betting pool of like Tom Brady, uh, how he ends his career, I think Tom Brady has himself ending in a like carted off injury. And I think that's why he's playing so long. And I'm wondering, do, do you think Rust accumulates on college? On college? Because I don't. I, I can call night after night after night and get rushed here, it seems, as, as, as it goes on. And, uh, Man. Uh, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, Jed. Yeah. Go ahead. How about Eddie with the introspective intelligence sounding like, I don't like messages in my music. You know, sit tobacco, <laughs> like, how about Man in the Mirror, like Cats in the Cradle, you know, Family Time. How about all gospel music? Uh, I saw the light. Hank Williams, you know what I mean? What? <laughs> Eddie. Eddie drives around listening to elevator music and instrumentals. Is that, is that what your uh, playlist is there, Eddie? It, it, yes. He's, yes, it is. Yeah, like that was on Eddie's list. Like he mentioned uh, Master of Puppets. Thanks for checking in, uh, Jed Hoofled. Master of Puppets, so Damage Incorporated. Or no, 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 what would it be? It would be, uh, uh, what's the instrumental? Or Orion is the instrumental there. Or The Call of Cthulhu, yes, he's on something. Transformers, right. not God. The word guys. deserve doesn't apply. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zinn 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. 
Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love at first listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.